And if you really want to know what matters to forthcoming world history, it's not about America. Mm-mm. It's about Israel. And so... And our hope is in the Lord. And our hope is in the Lord. Satan's plan has always been to destroy Israel. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fearless with Mark and Amber, the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. I am your co-host, Amber Archer. And with me, as usual, is my husband... Husband and wife team. Mark. Husband and wife team. Yes, we are a husband and wife filmmaking team on a mission to share truth, share the gospel through films, podcasts, books, and more. Husband and wife team on a mission to share the gospel through (laughs) faith filmmaking, books, and podcasts. I think there's this guy. (laughs) Join us today. Cut. He is cut (laughs) off. That's it. Okay, well, today, today we just wanted to share some encouragement with you and just something that I was encouraged by, you know, we battle discouragement all the time. But the other day I pulled out my great hymns of faith book and just started going through some of our nation's hymns Mm -hmm. and songs because our two-year-old Caitlin (laughs) loves, can't go to sleep until mom sings her The Star Spangled Banner. So (laughs) my routine every night (laughs) is to sing the star song to our (laughs) two-year-old. I have tried to do things like Amazing Grace and other hymns of faith, but... No, it has to be the star song. It has to be the star song. Our little patriotic baby. (laughs) And it's it's really cute now because I think, you know, I've, I've sung it to her for so long now because that's been her song that she now sings it. And it's really cute to hear... This, this little two-year-old. Mm-hmm. Oh, say can you see. <laughs> and she was just running around the house singing that. <laughs> oh, say can you see. And then it turned into let it go. Oh, yeah. So we get them a little mixed up. But so anyway, so while I was going through the um, Great Hymns of Faith book, I looked at the Battle Hymn of the Republic and I went, oh, my goodness, I haven't heard that song in so long. And for me, I really love to read lyrics and listen to music. I have lyrics for yeah. the, the song here. Do you want me to read them? Or do you want to go through your points first? Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Well, first, I guess I should add in that, you know, speaking of feeling discouragement, um, if you haven't experienced being censored by a social media platform yet, um, I guess count yourself lucky. I'm not sure if it's lucky or unlucky. But um, it seems like at least once a week, sometimes more, um, I find myself getting waking up to platforms like Facebook giving me a notification that I've been censored because they don't like what I'm saying. <laughs> fact-checked. I've been fact-checked, and they inform me that my page is being suppressed. They just tell you, we're limiting the reach of your page. <laughs> right. Because you do not comply with our community guidelines. So if you are here from social media, welcome. Because you know, welcome. this is where we hang out, <laughs> where we can actually share the truths that we find right. and share biblical truth. And <laughs> So just speaking of discouragement, it's, it is hard. It's hard right now to be uh, a Christian. It's hard to be... Uh, conservative. It's it's hard to be someone who speaks truth. I mean, th- when when there are things that you can't even share with people 
it's it's blocked before you can even share the link. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, you know that there is just great wickedness at work, and that's discouraging. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's hard to feel like you're able to even connect with people. But the whole point of this today is to give some encouragement and uh, to remind us all that whatever is going on, as crazy as it may seem, and it is crazy right now. Well, you said something about, you know, feeling persecuted Mm -hmm. or or you said it's hard to be a Christian. Mm -hmm. And I think there are so many Christians around the world who have faced so much more persecution than we in America have. And just now people are starting to feel slightly. It's not even it's not even to the extreme Mm -hmm. yet, I should say, that other countries face. Yeah, we know nothing of persecution. No, we don't. You know, we. And I and and that's a good point to balance that out. And I don't say I didn't. I'm not talking about you know having Facebook posts censored as you know, woe is us. <laughs> Your persecution, <laughs> like persecution. I I look at it and I think you know if that's the worst that can happen to us at this point in our nation, then praise you know the Lord. What? That's all. Praise the Lord. Suck it up. We'll yeah. find we'll find another way. There are Christians all over the world who are paying for their faith with their lives. Mm -hmm. And so let's not forget that as bad as it is getting, we still have more freedom than anyone. Mm -hmm. And this is still America. And we still have a lot of good believers here. And And it's it's been encouraging to see those. It has. Um, You know, Franklin Graham's prayer march and um, the praise and worship people who were out during the COVID. Mm -hmm. I mean, look. We all know that the virus is real. You know, it's unfortunate, but but I think I don't know why we have such this spirit of fear. That's my, you know, my favorite saying lately is life's going to kill you anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Attack life, it'll kill you anyway. I mean, uh, listen, I'm not I'm not trying to make light of, you know, the virus that's going around, but let's be honest. What we're experiencing right now is not about a virus. We can't be timid and this we is, cannot be fearful. This is not about a virus. This is no. about what we as believers know is Satan's ultimate plan mm-hmm. is one world government and control domination of everything. This is a spiritual war. And as discouraging as it is, it's also and as polarizing as it is, it is amazing to see not only the people that have faltered, but the people who have risen to the occasion Mm -hmm. to see the president of the United States proclaim Christ from, from the balcony of the white house. It makes you teary eyed. Absolutely. (laughs) Amazing. I haven't seen that since Reagan. Mm -hmm. And that's why this is all happening. That's why the wickedness is so unleashed right now. It's because Satan is desperately trying to, destroy everything well we couldn't personally go and stand with everyone yesterday in washington Mm -hmm. the greatest thing we can do is pray Mm -hmm. we are soldiers for the lord and he hears our prayers that's right and i've talked about this before on my on my facebook page which nobody apparently can read because but anyway (laughs) (laughs) moving on (laughs) that we always we tend to say you know well at least I can pray or all I can do is pray. And I think when you really think about that, that's actually our first line of, of defense and Mm -hmm. offense. 
for us to be able to appeal to the the Lord of the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and There's he, power. There is power there, mm-hmm. and he hears our prayers, and he always answers. And it may not be the way we want, mm-hmm. you know, depending on how things turn out, uh, it might get on this, uh, in the short term here on this earth, it might get really, really bad, Mm -hmm. but the Lord is still on the throne Mm -hmm. and he is not concerned and he will be victorious Mm -hmm. and he does protect his believers. Yeah. So just remember to pray during this season of unrest, unrest. Yes. And be wise as serpents. So So anyway, so back to the Battle Hymn of the Republic. So I found, of course, you know, we do research. So we do here. We research and we love to share our mm-hmm. research with you guys. <laughs> because we also, and the real, other reason we like to research is because we love to preserve mm-hmm. that which people are trying to suppress, suppress yeah. and bury forever. Yeah. And if you're like us and you love history and you love preserving what is, all that is good about America, mm-hmm. then you're going to love this because this is one of the greatest patriotic hymns yeah. ever. And, and I think it was interesting because I had watched um, Johnny Cash perform this and and he said, you know, it's been said that both sides went home from the Civil War singing this this mm-hmm. hymn, even at the end. I mean, this is it, it's all about God. It's all about truth. You know, mm-hmm. his truth goes marching on. And when you think about both sides leaving a battle of war and both proclaiming the Lord... Yeah. Do you see that today? You know, when you look at No, you see one you see only one side proclaiming the <laughs> you Lord. You do, and it's it's that's kinda scary. Can I just mention I mean, not, not kinda, it is scary. It is scary. Can I just mention what took place in Congress earlier in the week, or maybe it was late last week, uh, and I don't remember the the guy's name, but a Democrat representative who got up and gave an opening prayer and prayed to Brahma, the universal I'll, I'll God. Add, I'll of, add a link to oh it because I know what word. you're talking about. That is absolutely wickedness. Mm-hmm. Absolute wickedness. And to people like that, you know, and there's an example. I can't do anything about it. I cannot change that. Mm-mm. I can voice my opinion about it. I can call his office and tell him how wicked that was. Mm-hmm. It's not going to change him. No. But we can give that over to the Lord. Mm-hmm. The Lord sees it and he knows. So the Battle Hymn of the Republic. American Melody, circa 1852, mm-hmm. by Julia Ward Howe. <laughs> Who's got a funny story that we're going to share here. <laughs> right. Who was born in 1819, died in 1910. Mm-hmm. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He hath, hath, sorry, he hath loosed the fateful lightning of his terrible swift sword, his truth is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is marching on. How many verses do you want me to read? Mm-hmm. Well, we can stop there. And, and okay. That's the so, first. So I found this seven, seven facts about the Battle Hymn of the Republic. So, and, and I'll add a link to this article for you guys to read yourself if you'd like. So the Battle Hymn of the Republic, also known as... Mine Eyes Have Seen the Glory was written in 1861 by Julia Ward Howe, wife of Samuel Howe, a scholar in education for the blind. Both Julia and Samuel were active leaders in anti-slavery politics and strong supporters of the Union. So it's no surprise that the song is heavily associated with the Civil War. 
In the years since the war, however, it has become a staple in American patriotic music. While you may find yourself singing it on July 4th, you probably don't know all there is to this inspiring song. Check out these seven facts about Battle Hymn of the Republic. (laughs) So these are fun. Okay. Okay. So it was a favorite of Walt Disney, among others. So the article says, Battle Hymn was said to be a favorite of Walt Disney, so much so that it was played at the end of his private funeral in 1966. It was also one of Winston Churchill's favorite songs and was played at his state funeral at St. Paul's Cathedral. It has been performed at other memorial services, most notably the service at St. Paul's Cathedral for those lost on 9-11 at the Requiem Mass for Bobby Kennedy and at Senator John McCain's funeral at the Washington National Cathedral. And it was interesting. So this the second point here is that it's a remake of a remake. <laughs> the article goes on and says, The story of the song's creation begins with a visit to a Union Army camp near Washington, D.C. Julia Howe heard a group at the camp begin to sing a popular war song titled John Brown's Body, which was sung to a tune borrowed from the hymn, Say, Brothers, will you meet us? One of the other visitors at camp, Reverend James Freeman Clark, suggested that Mrs. Howe pen new lyrics to the same tune. She awoke the following morning and in a flash of inspiration wrote the lyrics for Battle Hymn of the Republic that we sing today. That's very cool. Isn't that so awesome? Mm -hmm. Because read read another. Because, okay, so all of the versions that I hear, they usually read the first, second, and fourth verse. Okay. Uh, Second verse, I have seen him in the watchfires of a hundred circling camps. They have builded him an altar in the evening dews and damps. I can read his righteous sentence by the dim and flaring lamps. His day is marching on. (laughs) Uh, How about three? Okay. He has sounded forth the trumpet that shall never sound retreat. He is sifting out the hearts of men before his judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer him. Be jubilant, my feet. Our God is marching on. Wow, that's really interesting because every, like all the songs that I researched, all of the people always sing one, two, and four. Mm-hmm. And read read verse three again. That's like the most important one. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's very applicable to what we see happening now. He has sounded forth the trumpet that shall never sound retreat. He is sifting out the hearts of men before his judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer him. Be jubilant, my feet. Our God is marching on. Wow. Okay, your next fun fact. Next fun fact. Point number three. Its opening lines were the last words spoken by Martin Luther King Jr. So on April 3rd, 1968, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. gave a speech in support of sanitation workers in Memphis. He announced, I want you to know tonight that we, as a people, will get to the promised land, and I am happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. The next day, he was assassinated on the second floor of the Lorraine Motel. And Martin Luther King is another fabulous, fascinating study Mm -hmm. of history Exactly. Praise the Lord for that man. Yeah. He's another one of those who has been very uh, taken out of context, very misrepresented (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, on both sides. You know, he was just a man. Yeah. 
he he was a great man. He willing to his, serve the Lord. He was willing to serve the Lord. He had his struggles, mm-hmm. um, but he certainly made an impact on our society, mm-hmm. on our culture. Yep. So the next point was Mrs. Howell was paid $5 for her poem <laughs> that she wrote. <laughs> So it says the Atlantic Monthly published the poem in in February of 1862 and paid Julia Ward Howe $5. Note that some say it was actually $4. While that doesn't sound like a lot, it is actually equivalent to, and they have the exact price here for today, $124.97. The publisher was also the one who gave the poem its title. Because she she had titled it, Mine Eyes Have Seen the Lord. Mm. And... Then the the publisher for the Atlantic Monthly is the one who titled it Battle Hymn of the Republic. Hmm. So interestingly enough, here with our sixth point, it made the Hot 100 charts. (laughs) (laughs) Can you even imagine today? When did it do this? 1960, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir's recording, which you can find that actually on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I've listened to that one as well. So the Mormon Tabernacle Choir's recording rose to number 13 on the Hot 100, and it even won a Grammy Award for Best Performance by a Vocal Group or Chorus. <laughs> that is really amazing. Would that happen today? Like, Absolutely like, not. Like... No. <laughs> In fact, I just read an article this morning about a couple of musical acts that were nominated for Grammys that declined the nomination because because all of the nominees were white you're kidding i'm not kidding i'll I'll, you're gonna send me that link i'll add i'll add the article in the show notes if anybody wants to go and read it the fear and self-loathing of the entertainment industry (sighs) is quite staggering the woke can you just say thank you for the honor unbelievable no we're not we're not even going to accept the nomination because we're all a bunch of because all the nominees are white Okay. Wow. <laughs> Whatever. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you just. You, well, you, you know do what? you. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. We'll move on. I, I digress. I'm going to move on. I don't even want to spend time there. Okay. Okay. So it inspired numerous other works. When you read the lyrics, one of the most obvious inspirations that becomes apparent is the title of John Steinbeck's novel, The Grapes of Wrath, which came from the line. He is trampling out to the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. That was that was verse one, wasn't it? Um, yes. Yeah. Verse one. Mm-hmm. And also, oh, it also inspired the title of John Updike's "In the Beauty of the Lilies," and that was that's verse four. That's verse four. In the beauty of the lilies, I don't think you've read that yet, have I you? I haven't. Okay. In the beauty of the lilies, Christ was born across the sea. With a glory in his bosom that transfigures you and me. He died to make men holy. Let us die to make men free while God is marching on. Isn't I love that last line? Yeah. He died to make men holy. Let us die to make men free. Let us die to make men free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's an article that uh, Glenn Greenwald wrote. And I read you part of that the other day. I'll have to put that in the show notes, yeah. too. Glenn Greenwald was one of the journalists who broke the Edward Snowden story. Mm. And he is he's an, a, 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 
he's a really good journalist. Um, I have never seen someone so spot on in his article was primarily about Julian Assange, the mm-hmm. WikiLeaks guy. And that's a whole other story. And I want to talk about right now, but he made this great point of what happens when we start sacrificing all of our liberties. Mm-hmm. And he's, he, his point, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, sure, you'll be free. You'll be free to conform to mm-hmm. what you're told to do. That's yeah. your freedom. Yeah. And we've forgotten what liberty is. Mm-hmm. We think we have freedom because, well, we're free to do this and free to do that. But we all have, we've given in to all of these little parameters and we, we've started to self-censor. Look That's at look at anymore. all of the pronouns and I mean oh, this we won't go there. We're we're keeping it encouraging. <laughs> don't, don't even get me going. I I will not comply. I will not. Uh, it, it is not biblical. No. Henceforth and therefore. <laughs> so let me move on to the next point. Okay. We're not gonna. We won't dwell there. Because <laughs> I'll start throwing things. Okay, so the interesting last thing about the the seven fun facts about the battle hymn mm-hmm. was its publication was probably against her husband's wishes. So I read this and I I had to I kind of chuckled. I mean, it's, but <laughs> so many historians agree that Julia Ward Howe's writing had been a source of bitterness and strife in her marriage to Samuel Howe. Now, remember, he, they were, he was an educator for the blind. He worked diligently to stop her intellectual aspirations and isolate her from literary outlets. She still defied his wishes where she could, even publishing an anonymous book of poems at one point. That enraged him, and he began badgering her for divorce and separation. This was... you, you wrote a book? <laughs> when did you have time to write a book? Right. So, <laughs> oh, odd times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, doing movie quotes again. He's Sorry. doing, yeah, he is. <laughs> so, so he began badgering her for divorce and separation, which she declined. <laughs> like you're going to live with me anyway. <laughs> In the end, request denied. Yeah, that's right. In the end, she could not be silenced as Battle Him lives on as a lasting contribution. Well, there's a story there to be told. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. So that was, you know, and, and it's encouraging, and I think. I think we are just the Lord's foot soldiers for truth. Mm-hmm. And we really, really have to remember that and and not to be so discouraged. Well, and I would say, too, to, to everyone, just remember, and I know that I, I know we hear things like this all the time. The truth is, all of us tend to hear what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. And we want to hear that things are going to be okay. And... In the end, if you are a believer, then you know in the end things are going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But Christ told us before he left that in the last days things will go from, from bad, bad to, to worse. worse. Mm-hmm. And that is where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Things have gone from bad to worse, and tomorrow they might even be worse again. Mm-hmm. And... We tend to put all of our hope in God fix this situation that our nation is in, fix this situation that our that our world is in. And I love America. I love our nation. I love I, I'm as patriotic as anyone. But the truth is that 
in the U.S., we tend to be America-centric. Mm-hmm. And if you really want to know what matters to forthcoming world history, it's not about America. Mm-mm. It's about Israel. Mm-hmm. And so... And our hope is in the Lord. And our hope is in the Lord. <clears throat> Satan's plan has always been to destroy Israel. And what stands in the way of the whole world turning on Israel right now? America. It's America. Yeah. You have to take America down. Mm-hmm. So that's what this all is. I, I, I know it's not necessarily encouraging, but to me it's encouraging to know that this is exactly what the Lord told us was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's not the first time that Satan has tried this. Right. Uh, look back to World War II. Look mm-hmm. back to World War One. I. I mean, mm-hmm. he has tried this over and over and over again, world domination, mm-hmm. to exterminate the Jews. Mm-hmm. And the Lord has always raised up an army, an army, a nation, a people, <laughs> a people to step in and stop it. Mm-hmm. Will he do that now? I hope so. But if he doesn't, then the next major step that's going to happen is we're going home. Yeah. And we're just passing through. We're just passing through. This world is not our home. So if you are a believer, take take hope in that, that this world is not our home. If you are not a believer, I would just beg you to surrender your life to the Lord. Surrender your life to the Lord. You just gotta, listen, and it, it, friends, it is so easy. I will never forget. Let me uh, let me just share my story really quickly. Do it. I I was I was a wretch. I was so lost without the Lord. I just I went home one day. Listen, I, I was a drug addict and an alcoholic. I remember going home to my apartment and I I stumbled into church. One Sunday, I went home and I begged. I fell to my knees and I begged the Lord, Lord, please forgive me for all of my sins and mm. my wickedness. Please help me. Please come into my life. I knew that I needed something else and I couldn't do it myself. And I never understood really the ultimate impact that was going to have on my life. Mm-hmm. That's all the that there is to it. It's And it's not a, it's not a, I don't say that to say it's a trivial thing. But if you are listening to this and you you know because you feel it burning right now, you probably mm-hmm. feel this sense of just heat all around you because you're feeling uncomfortable. Well, that's the Holy Spirit convicting you mm-hmm. right now. Because heaven and hell are real. Heaven and hell are very real. And boy, brothers and sisters, if you don't believe in that, you you are fooling only yourself. Mm-hmm. The greatest and this world in, is is the, as good as it's ever going to get for you. This is as good as it's ever going to get for you. The greatest trick that Satan ever played on the world is convincing the world that he doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. If you've fallen into that, wake up. Yeah, He is real and the Lord is real and he is able and he is willing. All who come to him, he will take. Mm-hmm. And what So we're it, praying for you. We what? are praying for you. <laughs> That you will hear this and you will stop right now, whatever you're doing, and you will fall to your knees and ask the Lord to forgive you and to be the Lord of your life, that you can be part of his kingdom, Mm -hmm. that you can have an eternity with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is the greatest legacy that we can leave on this earth. Mm -hmm. So there you have it, friends. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Thank you for joining us today and be encouraged in the days ahead. We are the Lord's foot soldiers for his truth that goes marching on as the battle hymn of the Republic. And make sure to uh, tune in next week. We've got a two-parter with Christy Stutzman Mm -hmm. 
former state representative. It's really quite interesting to listen to someone who has been in the state house mm-hmm. since she was she's a, a former Indiana state representative but you know that the process is the same no matter where you are i think it it was fascinating to sit down and talk with her because for those of us who don't know what goes on Mm -hmm. it was great to ask questions and i asked a lot of questions so that we could bring it to you guys so that you could hear from a representative and maybe maybe you've had thoughts of you know thinking you know what these turkeys don't know what they're doing maybe i'll run for office then you should listen because she talks about that too yeah you know, she hadn't intended to run for office, and she talks about how unqualified she felt. Yet yeah, she got into it, and she did great things while she was there. Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you for joining us. Remember, this show is listener-supported. So if you'd like to help us reach more people and bring you more information more often, we would love to add more programming. But we can't do that without your help. So please be sure to visit our website at fearlessfeatures.org, where you can learn more about our ministry the current documentary we're working on, and watch our latest film. And like Mark said, you don't want to miss any of next week's podcast with Christy Stutzman. Again, you can find out more about our ministry at fearlessfeatures.org. Thank you guys. Have a blessed week. We'll talk to you soon. And remember, Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared in advance for us to do.